Hey girl, it's Shira Latisse. And we're back. <laughs> if you are new here, hey girl. If you are true here, welcome back, y'all. So this week's episode is brought to you by Witty Lips. Witty Lips is a company that my niece and I own, and we are celebrating our first birthday on Monday, July 12th. And we're super, super, super excited. Uh, we're getting ready to launch um, a collection that is called You Matter. Um, and it's some matte lippies. Um, and we're super excited about that. We're also going to be introducing our powerful mirrors and um, some lip oil. So we're super excited. And I just can't believe that we are getting ready to celebrate our first birthday. So I know some of my listeners are Woody Lips supporters. And if you do not know anything about it, be sure to check us out at WoodyLips.com. All the new products uh, will drop on July 12th. But that's not why y'all here, right? Y'all are here because... It's go time. <laughs> so I knew two weeks ago when I aired um, that week's podcast, like the minute that I hit submit, I knew what I was going to be discussing with you all this week. And I didn't want to post the topic on social media because I know kids be on there and you know so I'm like I'ma just drop little spicy hints and y'all just gonna have to come check your girl out so the topic that um I want to talk about today is if you want to have sex just say that I know (laughs) I know y'all like, Shara, where y'all going? Where where you going with this? Just stay with me. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> so it seems to be wedding season, okay? I am a lover. I love marriage, happy relationships. I'm not telling y'all something that you don't already know about me. I have said it a gazillion times. So this is not, you know, this is not little rascals. This is not the he man hating club. Like I'm here for it all. But like I said, when I finished the other week's episode, it was like as clear as day that this topic came to me. So I'm like, oh, this where we going, God? (laughs) We, We going right out the gate, right? So... It's wedding season and this by no means is a reflection of anyone who was currently getting married, who was engaged. We're just talking about what we're talking about. And the thought was that um, don't get married just so you can have legal sex. (laughs) No, ma'am. And I'm talking to my ma'ams because, you know, my platform is for ma'ams. Okay, so ladies, don't just be getting married 
because you want to have sex, okay? And I say that because when y'all done, real life is still going to be real life, okay? There are bills. There are discussions and communication and uh, children and just so many other things that come with being married. Again, disclaimer, your girl's not married, <laughs> okay? But there are so many other things that come with being in relationship with someone else. And as a Christian, I remember being in an environment and I can't remember um, if this was like a singles thing or it was like a relationship thing, but I remember this particular woman and she she mentioned to the the group of us that she got married because it was better to marry than burn and she wanted to have sex okay and i also remember her saying to the to the room of us that um you know she had those urges as we all do right we our bodies were created to be fruitful and and to multiply and i remember her saying to the room of us that her prayer was never to god like take those feelings from me uh, take those sensation and those urges from me um because she knew at one point she would still want to feel those things for her husband and, you know, be in relationship with her husband. And so I was thinking, I was like, yeah, God, I don't want you to take them from me. I just want you to teach me how to manage it. What do I do when your girl is feeling what she's feeling and I still want to be saved and I still want to love God and I still want to be in right standing? But all you hear being taught or all I heard growing up was don't do it, right? It's, it's bad to do it before you get married. Like it's only supposed to be done with your husband, with your wife. But can we talk about, because those feelings just don't come when you get married. They they don't just magically appear the moment that the ink dries on the marriage license. It's like, honey, <laughs> I'm feeling something right now. So how do I manage what I'm feeling? How and who can I talk to without feeling like I ain't saved no more because this is what I'm experiencing? And this is what I'm feeling. I have not always been saved since I've been saved, y'all. Your girl gets some spots. She gets some wrinkles. She gets some blemishes. Okay? And I had to go to God. And I was like, God, you got to help me. Right? 
you have got to help your girl manage what she's feeling because everything that I do I want to be pleasing to you and listen y'all know that my mom is my best friend okay but not that new age mom daughter best friend where the daughter is like running over to mom like no my mom don't play that (laughs) okay she don't play that at all but she is genuinely my best friend and I can tell her and I can talk to her about anything hey girl because I know you listening (laughs) but we all need that person that you can be open with, that you can be vulnerable with. Now, I've been in church all of my life, y'all. Like, my mom was like super, super saved. We did not start wearing pants, I think, till I was like in the fifth grade. It would be winter time, And my mom would drive us to the bus stop. And I literally, at that time, and we still live in the same place, and our bus stop was literally like three houses down. She would drive us to the bus stop. (laughs) She would, now she is listening and I'm sure she'll talk to me about this, but she's probably going to act like that's not the only reason why, or that's not why she drove us to the bus stop because she was just super protective too. But we all, I also was wearing skirts. Like, my friend would tease me because we were the doily-wearing kind, okay? (laughs) I was, like, 10 years old wearing a doily. Like, that's how saved I grew up. Wasn't allowed to watch BT. Wasn't allowed to, like, listen to this type of music or spend the night. What's that? Like, I was just telling my mom the other day, like, my niece is the most spending the nightest kid I have ever seen. Because, honey, my mama wasn't having that. Now, y'all can come over here because she can gauge, she can watch, she can control, she can pray, she can do X, Y, and Z. But spending the night... No, ma'am. Okay, so I digress. So I was that kind of saved growing up. And I was so afraid to disappoint God, y'all. I was so afraid. Like, there were so many things that I did not do because I knew that God was watching me. And I didn't want to get in trouble by God. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, no, I can't do that. God, the house of the Lord are everywhere. I can't. And growing up, all I remember hearing about sex was that you should not do it. That you, that that's designed for a husband and a wife. I don't recall, not saying that it didn't happen, but I don't recall any sermons or any conversations, any Bible studies, any small groups about what to do with what I was feeling. Because we're going to feel. You're going to be attracted to. You're going to desire. You're going to want to be in relationship. But nobody talked to us. Talk to me about what to do as a saved 
Yeah, and I got saved right when I was in the fifth grade. You do the math, okay? I hate math. You do the math. I got saved when I was like in the fifth grade, okay? I don't even believe, we're women. This is a safe space. I don't even, I'm pretty sure that I got saved before I even had my cycle, y'all. So I was saved before all of that. Puberty ain't ain't messed with your girl yet. I wasn't, you know, aware of what my body was going to be doing. But when my body recognized what my body could do, listen, listen, y'all. We have to have those types of conversations so that women don't think that they have to get married just so that they can release those feelings. But they're manageable because you gonna need more than sex to sustain your marriage. Okay. Can I be honest with y'all here without, I, I know I create a safe space for you all, but can this be a safe space for me? And I've shared this on other platforms when I've been requested uh, to speak about being single. So this is not anything that I am embarrassed about because I've healed from this. Many years it took me to heal from this. I was in a relationship and when I got in that relationship, that young man, he was used to being sexually active, right? And when I tell you I was saved back then, I was saved. You knew it, okay? You could not be with me if you was not going to church, if you was not going to Bible study, if you was not participating in some type of ministry. You was not, we, we was not doing that. And that was me trying to, he knew that. He said that he could handle that. We got into relationship. I maintained that. Uh, my virginity through that relationship um, but guess what I, I tried to to love him to loving God and 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 it didn't work because guess what yeah he cheated on me <laughs> he cheated on me y'all I was with him for years you can tell me that we weren't going to get married that I wasn't going to spend the rest of my life with him and he cheated on me because we were not intimate with each other on that level. I could not, I just couldn't. I loved God then. And I knew that I always wanted to give my husband uh, what no other man had, right? I did not listen to what I'm saying. This is a safe space. So I'm not uh, here to make any woman feel any type of way because she didn't wait I'm going somewhere okay so I knew that I always wanted to give my husband what no other man had I never wanted him to be in a space to where any other men can be like I had her yeah whoopsie whoop whoopsie whoop uh-uh. I didn't want that like I wanted to be different I wanted to be one of those ones right until I wasn't I got into another relationship right and I people always ask me like what was it like when when did the shift take place like when did it I don't know 
Okay, I, I, I really don't know. And, and it happened, right? And, baby, talk about being crushed. Talk about being devastated. Talk about feeling dirty and not worthy and like just just throw me away God I beat myself up every single day I remember just crying and just crying and crying because I cannot believe that I gave someone something that was so precious to me and can we be honest didn't even deserve it okay I digress and I I struggled with this for years I was well over the age of 25 okay um when this took place yeah I was well over the age of 25 and I think I, I don't know what devastated me more the fact that I waited as long as I did or if it was the person I, I can't really tell you but I know that it crushed me so that I just felt like everything I did after that, God was just punishing me. And I've shared this as well on other platforms that I remember. This is why it's so important to have sisters, vaults, people that can hold you accountable and challenge you and not allow you to stay where you are. I remember being at church and I was just so undone so undone that my my big sister she came and she pulled me to that altar to my first lady and I just could do nothing but weep because I was so so I was so sorry and yes everyone will not have that same experience and I'm not saying that that needs to be your experience or how you feel after you've done it or whatever but that was my story and that is how it impacted me. And I made, um, I, I, I just, I, I was devastated. But listen, don't be fooled. That was years ago. Don't, uh, <laughs> you, when you're in something, it, it's true what they say about soul ties, okay? Listen. Because, again, I was well over the age of 25 years old when it happened. And I made it very clear to myself that I would never um, have that encounter with anyone else who wasn't my husband, right? So, I didn't want to be the person who had multiple partners. Again, I'm talking about what I'm talking about. This is not to shame anyone else. I'm talking about my story so anytime when I had those feelings those urges those whatever 
I always went back to that particular person because I wouldn't I I already had to and I still feel this way need to apologize to my husband for not waiting for him it's not even about if he didn't wait for me it's me that's what I feel in my heart that I need to apologize to him for not waiting for him. That I was just not patient enough. This is me talking about me. I remember being at a friend's wedding. And I literally had to excuse myself. Because I wept in the bathroom because I was so ashamed that I did not wait for my husband. Y'all, that thing crippled me for years. Oh, but I'm free now, y'all. <laughs> I am free now. It took some time. So I am on a mission to empower, to encourage any woman who has ever felt unworthy or felt like they're undeserving of another chance because of some mistakes that they made. I was in that relationship I gave, and I hate to even call it a relationship, but I was in that situation and that person still cheated on me, right? So I was in a relationship where I was not being intimate with that person for years. I was with that individual for like 10 years, I think. Never was intimate with them. Got into another situation, long-term situation, became intimate with that individual and still get cheated on so I, I I want you to know that having sex does not keep no man <laughs> it don't keep up okay you have to um your you have to put your relationship in alignment with God's will you can't change anyone last week when I knew that I was going to talk about this my heart just kept saying, I would rather wait long than to marry wrong. I would rather be by myself and work on self, heal self, do some self-evaluation than to be in relationship with someone and it doesn't work out because we did not individually do the work before we came together and tried to become us. It's so important. If you just want to have sex, say that. So that we can deal with, we can manage, we can work out. We can hold each other accountable. You are not wrong for feeling what you feel. But we do have to figure out how to manage that part of us. 
so that we do not get entangled, that we do not get tied to something, honey, and be in a dang on Boy Scout knot <laughs> and can't get out for years. For years, it was a struggle for me to detach myself from a situation that God never purposed for me because I made a choice. God gives us choice and then we have to respond to those choices, be it good or bad. And I'm aware that no matter what I am saying, whoever might be in a similar situation, that you will not uh, walk away until you have had enough. Listen, I've seen it with my own eyes. I have seen uh, weeping and crying and and. And we will go right on back to a situation. God wants more for us. <laughs> We're his kids. He wants more for us. <laughs> this is he didn't he didn't die for this. He he wants more for us. But we also have to want more for ourselves. If if you want to have sex, just say that. Create a culture where it's okay to talk about what we feel and not have to be ashamed about it. I know that I could I could have talked to my mom about anything and I did and I still do. And there are some people who don't have good relationships with their mothers, you know, don't feel like they have anyone that they can communicate with. And that's unfortunate. But find you a safe space. I share because I never want someone to feel that what they are going through is like never been done before. Uncharted territory. <laughs> That's not true. My friends know the women that I communicate with who have similar struggles, who inbox me, who call me almost daily to discuss ways of escape. Know that I'm going to love you. I'm going to be honest, but I'm also not going to allow you to stay and settle where you are because I've been there. Honey, I know that this is a dead end. We, we got to change our route. We got to get out of here because the longer that you stay in a negative space or situation, the longer it takes for you to get to the other side. And we have to get to the other side. Stop allowing these dead-end situations to hold the line. 
honey, click over, hang up, <laughs> do something. But you can't hold the line anymore. Don't allow someone to save you for later. We know who we are now. Do not engage in relationship exclusivity just because of some feelings that you're having because you think that that is the answer to a temporary solution but baby there's more to the equation <laughs> you you gotta subtract a two carry to what and divide that by 15 there's more to the equation and I would hate for you to get more than you bargained for just because you were told that this is what you're supposed to do when you get married. There's more to the equation. I love marriage. I love it. I love it for people when done right. My prayer has been for anyone who is currently engaged and getting married, that the hand of God would protect it and honor it if that's his will. I never want to see people who who have to get divorced. Ugh, it just pains me because I'm such a lover. But if you don't know you before you try to become us, it'll... It, it, It'll just be a hot mess. If you want to have sex, just say that so that you can get an understanding, so that you can make some decisions with a clear head, right? We have to make better choices, we have to be honest. We have to be accountable to ourselves so that we do not get ourselves in predicaments that we have to heal from. Baby. Because when you heal and it hurt, when you're healing, baby, it hurts. It hurts to heal. But the end result, we thank God for it. If you want to have sex, just say that. Don't rush. Wait long if you have to. So you don't have to do it wrong. I choose to believe if I continue down the path that I was going down. Baby. It it would not have ended well. Be aware. Open your eyes. Everybody who is um, trying to... Everybody who is saying something is not against you. That's not always the case. Sometimes we are in situations... And we can't see because we're so consumed 
it's this fog that's over us that keeps us from seeing the real. So sometimes God has to send a raven. He got to send something to get your attention because you're just lost in the sauce. But baby, listen. Wait. Work on self. Because marriage is also not a fixing tool, right? It comes to expose. It's going to expose some things that you probably should have worked on before you got married. Marriage counseling is great. It's a couple of weeks. Okay? And if we're being honest, sometimes we go into those counseling sessions, even with my own therapist. I tell her stuff, but I'd be like, I don't know if I can, if I want to say that to her because I really don't want to hear what she goes say about this particular topic. So you're not always going to be 100% forthcoming because we try to save face sometimes. So marriage counseling ain't going to get it all out before the nuptials. So take your time. Marriage will expose some of our shortcomings. And if we haven't done the, done the work, only God will know what is to come of that. But if you want to have sex, just say that. Just say that so that uh, you'll be able to manage what you feel and not make a long term something that is supposed to be long term it won't end up being temporary because you did the work i have done the work and i've gone through some things that i pray will help someone else to not make the same mistakes that I have made. I didn't always understand why I had to go that route because I'm like, oh God, I'm good. Like, I'm great. I'm so loving. I'm so caring. You know, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be treated with love and respect, but did I require it? Because we teach people how to treat us. And the best apology is change behavior. We be taking it back, baby, and they ain't showing no sign. They haven't shown any sign. They've just been sorry. And more often than not, they're sorry that they got caught. I pray that you, whoever is under the sound of my voice, that you don't get impatient with your weight. I pray that you don't get impatient with your weight.
because the consequences of moving too fast is not going to yield the harvest that you desire. I pray that if you have made mistakes like I have, that when God forgives you, that you can let it go and not keep punishing yourself day after day and that you are able to move in freedom. I pray that if your desire is to let go and to move on, that you do it and that there be no residue of anything uh, to be attached to you in this new space. I pray that you're able to forgive even if no one ever apologizes to you. I pray that you are able to forgive. Forgive yourself. Look in the mirror if you have to. Many a days, I had to look myself in the mirror and say, Shira, I am sorry. You did not deserve that. And I had to make a promise to myself that I would never treat me like that again. I pray that not another day goes by that you feel unworthy because you have made and set a boundary and it seems like no one wants to honor or respect the boundary and the standard that you have put in place but I challenge you to not lower the bar because you are not asking for too much it is just the wrong person God knows the desire of your heart I pray that your desire aligns with his desire and it'll all make sense it will all make sense but let's get honest with ourselves if you just want to have sex just say that so that we can handle those feelings those emotions because just as I'm seeing a whole lot of people get married I'm also seeing a whole lot of people getting divorced. And I don't know what their reason is or why they are choosing not to be together anymore. But if you want your relationship to have a fighting chance now or in the future, number one, you have to put God first. You have to be honest 
about what it is that you are feeling. I challenge you to spend time with self, not to just be carrying your skin around, but get to know you so that nobody can tell you who you are. I love you. I'll forever love you, but I know that God loves you more. (laughs) I hope and pray that I've said something that will encourage you that when your time comes, that you won't just rush through just because you want to have sex. And I know that that's not everybody's story, that that's not everybody's journey. Some of us are content and happy with where we are and being single. I can now finally say that although I cannot wait for God to send him, I am enjoying my journey. I'm enjoying it. I am happy that I don't have to worry about somebody's son stressing me out because they don't want to do right. (laughs) I am happy that I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. That I don't have to try to convince or get somebody to understand why I have to be here on Sunday, be here on Tuesday. I don't got to try to convince nobody that this is the way that God designed my life and that whoever God sends, they're just going to fall right in line. (laughs) So I can finally say that I'm okay. I sleep well at night and I pray the same for you. That you rest and know that God's best for you is on the way so thanks for tuning in with me (laughs) y'all it's always amazing when i get to share with you and i knew that i was going to talk about if you want to have sex just say that but i didn't know i was going to tell y'all my business (laughs) But I'm all about being transparent. I believe that we overcome by hearing other people's testimonies. And I know that there are people who are feeling like I have felt. And because I was saved and I love God, I didn't want anybody to know that this is what I was feeling. I remember... The first time that I made a mistake that was visible to people. And when I tell you, I was I was about done with, with church and people at this time. This is not church hurt. This is not what I'm talking about. But I remember when I, I made a mistake that was visible to people. Because, you know, we weight those discretions differently when we can see the sin right I remember this individual who was my friend who was so broken up about my mistake and these were their words I thought you were perfect 
Like, I looked at you so different. Like, you were so, like, above everybody else. I was like, what? I was so crushed and so hurt. And not that people thought that I was perfect, but the fact that people held me in such high regard that I could potentially become a stumbling block to somebody. I was like, God, that's pressure. That is pressure. I remember that day like it was yesterday. That conversation rings so loud in my ears sometimes. And I was so like, I I don't want to, can I say suffered in silence almost? Because I didn't want anybody else to fall because of my mistake. But guess how many people stayed bound and stayed chained up and couldn't get free because I did not acknowledge my mistake. If you didn't know, I am not perfect. (laughs) If you thought I was, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. I have not always made the best decisions. But God is so merciful and he's so forgiving. And I'm just so grateful that he thought so much of you and I, that he gave us the chance to get it right. And I refuse to be quiet because somebody needs to know that Christians are not perfect, that we miss the mark sometimes. But I have made it my business to walk upright and to not make those same mistakes again. So y'all pray for me. Because you know when you start saying stuff like that, the adversary be like, oh, really? Let's see if you about that life. <laughs> so continue to pray for me. Because at this point in my life, I've always wanted to make God proud. Always. Even in my mistakes, I'll be like, God, I just want to make you proud. I just want to make him proud. So I pray that I've said something that helps you to think about the way that you think about life, the way that you think about relationships, the way that you think about marriage, the way that you think about partnering up with somebody. If you are struggling with any of that, do not for any reason think that you are alone that no one understands, that you have to be ashamed, that you have to be embarrassed. Can't not one person make me feel bad about that season of my life. Can't not one person bring up what I used to do. Not one person. Because I have healed from that place, 
from that season and I'm grateful so I love you um yeah God is so amazing I love the way that he loves us and and I want you to feel that love Every time I come on here, I pray that I exude that love, that light, that forgiveness, whatever it is that you need in that moment. I pray that you hear it every time I come on because if we are not growing if we are not healing, if we are not feeling empowered, then what are we doing? What are we doing? So I've been getting some questions and I am going to also be launching uh, Empower Her (laughs) calls to where um, you can actually call and and speak to me you'll be able to click a link in my um instagram bio and you'll be able to schedule calls with me i listen i cannot make this up i talk to women like every single day and i love it because if i can help someone to change their route and not end up on a dead end street then I am excited I am happy everything that I went through was for that moment um because you don't have to suffer if I can have anything uh that's inside of me that can help you so you'll be able to do that soon I'm super 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 excited thank you for tuning in for listening um I I'm just I'm just at awe for for words at this moment. So I am so excited that you guys stayed with me. I cannot wait until uh, we come together again. I pray that you are blessed and that you have the most amazing week. I will talk to you later. <laughs>